Looking back on it, I sometimes think my life was like a Dickens novel, only with swearing. Stephen King, later. Hey, Justin. I'm doing all right. How are you? Uh, all right, later. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, later, later. Have- yeah. <laughs> have to do it. Maybe you have to say it about as many times as uh, King wrote it in the book later. Uh, as a disclaimer, we visited, we were suddenly childless tonight and uh, visited one of our favorite bars and they gave me some, some sipping rum for free. So <laughs> if I get nonsensical or just fall asleep in the middle of this, blame, blame Chopper, the, the world's best robot tiki bar, or at least the best robot tiki bar in East Nashville. I was about to say, that's the only tiki uh, robot tiki bar that I've heard of. So that's yeah. very exciting. <laughs> yes. uh, sadly, I will have to put in a disclaimer for our, uh, you know, duos of listeners that um, it's not manned by actual robots. It's just robot themed. I had this great vision in my head about what your robot, what your robot, um, robot bartender looks like when it offered you some sipping rum, and now I feel it's, disappointed. <laughs> it's actually just the Stutter and Bill robot from the end of the Dark Hour series. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Man, what if? Yeah, what if there was a robot bar? Let's start one. Um. <laughs> Surely the, Japanese, <coughs> surely the Japanese or Koreans have beaten us to the punch on this one. Yeah, you're probably right. But they probably wouldn't have a dark tower character as their robot. So we'd have that at least. <laughs> Take that, go. Japan. Yeah. We'll start a <laughs> robot dark tower themed bar. How's that? Yeah, all the duos of people will come to it. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, the, the only song on the jukebox is Hey Jude. Oh my god. Yeah, it would be a, a terrible place. <laughs> yeah, I think it would go about as well as the Dark Tower movie series attempt. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> but but oh, well. it would cost significantly less. Yes, that's absolutely true. It wouldn't be a waste of Matthew McConaughey's time, so there you go. Couldn't be that bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although, yeah, he, uh, he's, rumb- he's making rumblings about running for office in Texas, so maybe... We might be maybe more concerned about wasting Idris Elba's time. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll we'll go with that. <laughs> anyway, I guess we can get guess we can get to later. Uh the latest in our what are these called? What's what's the series called? Oh, hard case crime. Hard I had to write crime. it down. Yeah, yeah. I kept forgetting. Um but yeah, we're circling back to fiction because Stephen King keeps putting out books we're trying to read i know we're we're trying to read it coming (laughs) in august yep i already have my hold on the library another bigger one i believe right this one's uh this i think this next one we're looking around 500 pages or so okay i was a little bit dreading because i hadn't looked i was really worried that you were going to say it was like 800 pages i was going to be like i don't know (laughs) uh, don't 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 quote me on any of that but i yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's bigger than later, which isn't okay. saying much, you know. Almost every Stephen King book is, but yes, uh, but that was great <laughs> in this case. It was awesome. Yeah, another um, yeah, short yeah. book. Yeah, both because it's short and because it's uh, pretty good, in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so this is number three in our Stephen King hard case, hard case crime series, right? Um, mm-hmm. We started with The Colorado Kid and then, um, and then Joyland. And, and so, so now we've got this one, which, um, yeah, I don't, to, to me, it's the best of those three, but um, I guess we could get into those comparisons later. But uh, yeah, that's just to say I enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to talking about it. But uh, I guess um, you can try to give a, uh, <laughs> a, a quick plot rundown because uh, it's been a while since I've read it. So I would like to be reminded of exactly every, <laughs> exactly what happens in this book. But I presumably if you're listening to this, you're a big enough Stephen King fan that you've already read the book. But we will try to keep it fairly spoiler free, I guess. Yeah, we'll we'll work first, on it. <laughs> first time really have to worry about that, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a little bit newer, so try to help out everybody here. Public service. Um, basically, every review or synopsis of this book that I read was all about how similar it was to The Sixth Sense because the main character, Jamie Conklin, can see dead people. So that was everywhere. We'll get that out of the way. It's not a spoiler either. Um and Jamie is uh, telling this story as an adult man. He's looking back on his childhood and he's talking about how he lived with his mother, Tia, who was a literary agent. Um, and she's a single mom. They just live together. Um, and her biggest client was a romance novelist named Regis Thomas. Tia is aware of Jamie's ability. And so <laughs> Regis dies just as he's about to finish his big romance series finale. And so Tia and her girlfriend Liz get the idea to take Jamie to go speak to this writer so that Tia can finish the book, make sure that they don't go broke. Um, And that's a big part of the story there is that, you know, it kind of kicks them into higher gear it shows Liz, the possibly crooked cop, that Jamie has this ability. Um, and so that comes into play a couple of times later <laughs> that you want to keep in mind, too. So um, I don't want to keep it. I, I want to keep it fairly short. But, of course, we're proven that Jamie has this ability. He can see these dead people. And another important thing that I missed before, the dead people have to tell him the truth. Um, they can't lie to him. And so we have that theme coming around again and again of truth versus lies throughout the book. So I feel like that's pretty spoiler free, but yeah, we can, no, we can I, always yeah. no, <laughs> dive I, into I, it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was great. Yeah. There's kind of like, yeah, there's kind of a, a second act that, um, that, that you omitted on purpose. And, um, yeah, that's kind of where the, uh, you know, the, the uh the big climax takes place but um it's um yeah it's just it's worth discovering for yourself yes agreed agreed um it's a lot of fun um this book i feel like well even jamie mentions a few times this is a horror story and it's much more horror than the previous books in the hard case crime uh collection have been so far from king which i thought was really interesting yeah, no, absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, thinking back from what I remember, um, 
you know, there's a little bit of like mystery in the Colorado kid, but there's mm-hmm. nothing, there's nothing in it that's overtly uh, supernatural. Um, right. And then in Joyland, um, maybe just a touch of stuff that is not, you know, completely feasible under the known rules and <laughs> laws of the universe. But, but, but again, not a whole lot. Um, uh, but this one, yeah, you're right. This one goes, uh, you know, hardcore um, Stephen King, you know, 1979 era Stephen King <laughs> horror story and uh and it's great for it yeah it definitely felt like you're right like a throwback a couple of times which was a lot of fun you know he's got like the the child narrator um this you know kind of loss of innocence storyline a really close uh, parent-child relationship you know he kind of dips back into that a little bit and i think that's where He's really, really good at those sorts of stories and those relationships, too. So when I started reading it, I was like, oh, this feels like a little bit of a throwback. It was it was really nice. Really nice. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get um, this. This one feels kind of like this one feels like what people who don't maniacally read all of the Stephen King books, like what those people think of as a Stephen King book. Um, Yes. You know, just like the, the weird supernatural and horror elements. uh, Whereas it's like, Oh no, a lot of Stephen King's books are actually, you know, just kind of about people. And if there's anything Mm. that's, if there's anything that's, uh, you know, kind of messed up in them, it's just as a result of the people themselves. But, Mm -hmm. um, but this one, this one leans into the, leans into the weird stuff yeah yeah it does get weird but in a very delightful way especially like you said for people who maniacally read king books <laughs> it gets it gets pretty fun for us as time as the book goes by and as time goes by it's uh yeah it's got a lot of really fun surprises in it i thought yeah no i think uh yeah well and i think that you know yeah you and i we we love some of the long ones if you asked us to rank our our top King books, I think uh, a lot of the long ones would be um, pretty high on our list, but I think we also both um, kind of breathe a sigh of relief when we see one that's both uh, 250 pages, but also like just a really fast 250 pages, you know, like if, mm-hmm. if, if you had a, you know, four hour flight, you could pretty much knock out this book. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, you know, a couple of seatings, reading uh, for me at least I just I just enjoyed it so much and I liked the themes that he pulls out he always of course has great themes but I really liked these themes of you know Jamie having the childhood loss of innocence because you know he's experiencing speaking with these dead people who can't lie to him but he's being lied to all the time as a child um just in all aspects of his life, really. Um, He's being lied to, he's being exploited and not in like a really um, like way that we would normally think of, but people learn that he has this ability and they exploit him for it all kinds of different ways, even his mother, you know, and she loves him a lot and doesn't want to hurt him, but you know, she, she has to use this ability yeah. when she can. So um, I, I really enjoyed that theme. I thought that was something a little bit different. Um, and we got to see that from Jamie's perspective and you know, kids are smart and we're able to see that he's picking up on these things 
as time goes by um, in his life. It, it goes through as he gets a little bit older too. So um, I, re- I appreciated that about this book a lot. No, yeah, I completely agree. And uh, you also, yeah, you, you, you know, you mentioned that, it, I don't know, it's kind of like, this is a thing that's clearly been done before, you know, this seeing dead people thing and ability to communicate with the dead in some fashion. And, and he even jokingly refers <laughs> to it close to the beginning of the book where he says, you know, something like, I see dead people, but it's not like that Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, um, right. But, but it's true because it does, you know, Although initially you're like, oh, okay, uh, I've I've been there, done that with this storyline, um, but it but it yeah, it goes differently than than any of the other things I think that we've seen with that same concept. Yeah, that's one thing about King is that he always keeps this pretty fresh. You know, he revisits similar themes, he revisits um, characters and concepts that he's come up with before, but. It always feels fresh. It always feels interesting when you come across it. You're like, oh, that's fun. It never feels old or tired or like he's milking something, you know, because he knows that people will like it. I feel like he generally finds a really appropriate way to use these things and things that I think that he knows that we'll enjoy seeing, um, that people will pick up on and appreciate and have fun with. And I think that's, you know, the kind of book like this is it's a fun book. Um, I, you're, and you mentioned before too, that it's, it's a book that people who think about Stephen King in a certain way would also appreciate. So, you know, if somebody was like, oh, I, I, you know, I think I like the idea of Stephen King, but I don't want to read like an 800 page book or whatever. It's like, hand them this, you know, this is, you get yes, a good hand, sense of who he is. Hand, and, them, hand them this and not insomnia. If you ever want them to read <laughs> a, a book by any other author ever again. Yeah, right. <laughs> If you don't want them to just like quit for at least a month yeah, reading anything, <laughs> stare stare morosely into the un, into the horizon for the next forty years. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just avoid that in general. Anyway, just all right, we got our we got our obligatory <laughs> dig at insomnia, and for the episode, we can we can get back to the to the to the meat of the action. Has to happen, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're right though. Like, yeah, even when he does something that you think has been done before, it, it almost always is um, a pleasant surprise. Which, yes, yeah, it, it kind of the flip side of that is that it kind of becomes like a big bummer, uh, at least to me, when when it doesn't really feel like a surprise. Like you know, mm-hmm. when I and I don't, I I know that some people really like this book a lot more than we did, but it's kind of like when I. When I finished the Institute, I was kind of just mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that was just like, that really felt like a less exciting version of that one X-Men movie, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> right, uh, right. the, the X-Men first class movie. I was like, man, I think I just like that movie more. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but but most of the time, most of the time, uh, regardless of what he's tackling or whether we think we've seen it before, he, he brings something new to the table. So, so yeah. kudos, Steve. Yeah, good job, Stephen King. I know that he appreciates our well. Yeah, kudos, you know, right? <laughs> he he really. I from what I've heard, he just keeps these episodes on repeat while he's writing <laughs> for uh, positive feedback and constructive criticism. <laughs> exactly, and he's probably filling in his bingo card when we digged uh, insomnia there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, well, we get the point. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it. <laughs> 
no insomnia too for you guys <laughs> yeah yeah he's like or he hates us and he's just like well hope you guys are ready for the new dark tower series set solely in the insomnia universe <laughs> with those two weird two little weird guys in the white coats Man, I'm going to have nightmares about that now. Yeah. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, Steven! Yeah, he's going to be like, you guys wish I took the George R.R. R. Martin route because I'm pumping out three of these things <laughs> just, a year. And just quit, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Um, yeah, this yeah, this is just a delightful book. Just happy that, you know, when I saw that he's publishing another novel... You never know what you're going to get. And I saw it was a hard case crime book. And I thought, you yeah, know, that's really fun. I'm glad that he still puts these out. And uh, yeah, hope he continues to do that. I always like these books and these series. They're fun. I agree. And I'm, I'm sure that the publishers of the hard case crime series um, agree with you even more. I bet. <laughs> I, 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 I No offense to anyone else, but I just suspect that these are moving a few more copies than the uh, reprints of Donald Westlake novels. <laughs> think that's a good bet yeah uh another thing that i thought was kind of cool about this book and i didn't really i didn't piece it together until i had completely finished it and i don't maybe maybe i'm completely wrong and you can come up with a bunch of examples to disprove me but it kind of (laughs) felt to me like this was the first um or one of the only stephen king books where like the the mom in it is kind of just like a big fuck up uh mm-hmm. you know like i feel like usually the moms in the stephen king books even if they're kind of like put up on or even literally abused they're still like really strong figures who you know always do the best by their kids and whatnot and if there's if there is a bad influence it's usually the the father figure but, right but in this case like the mom she tries and she has good intentions but she's still kind of just like a big fuck up yeah, yeah, she is. Um, and at least I still liked her a lot. I really liked her. Yeah, she's totally yeah. a character. Like, you're pulling, yeah. not pulling for her, but you're kind of just like, oh, God, lady, come on. Like, it, you, you know, that's not the right thing to do. Right, yeah. She she makes, like, wrong choices all the time. Um, she just struggles. Um, and, I, and I get it, and I... Yeah, you still feel like, oh, come on, girl. <laughs> really, you're making the wrong choice again, but you still root for her. You root for her and Jamie. They have, like, a really fun relationship. Um, yeah, I, I, but you're right. She She's different than a lot of other moms. She feels more, like, modern, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, what uh... – I don't I don't know that we could entirely get into the really weird stuff about <laughs> Jamie Jamie's parentage um just out oh, of man. out of respect for those who haven't read it but that was kind of a curveball at the end of the book that's that's all yeah. I'll say. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just watch out for that. <laughs> get your uh, net ready. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I just, I thought it was super cool, kind of the way that King incorporates the, uh, w- what does Jamie call him, the dark spirit or, or the deadlight, you yeah. know, the, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that was super fun and, you know, kind of, kind of makes you, you wonder whether it's ever going to come back and then it pays off big time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was really fun. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Such a good one. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's not, uh, it's, it's, you know, like, like all of the hard case crime books, not, not the most complex and not the longest. So it's not one that, that, uh, needs, um, the, uh, you know, the, the standard hour and a half podcast that we do, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, again, it's just a good place for us to say you're welcome everyone for not making an hour and a half podcast about every single book, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. try to try to keep it as painless as possible for everybody. Um, plenty of those. Yeah. Well, are you? Um, what do you think? Do you have anything else, or are you ready for crowns? I'm ready. Let's crown it. All right, I'm gonna go for four crowns. Um, really enjoyed it. It's you know, it's not a masterpiece or anything, so it doesn't feel like five crowns. Um, I wasn't like moved to tears or anything like that, but. It's a fun book. It's really well written, strong characters, good themes coming out of there. Um, and just a lot of fun for King fans, I think. Um, so I appreciate it. So four for me. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm also going four. And yeah, it's kind of like you said, is it a top five King book? Definitely not. Is it a top 10? Eh, probably still not, but it's super fun. It's a, it's a great fast read. Um, you know, really good. I think we both read it pretty shortly after it came out, but it would kind of be the perfect so-called summer read. Um, mm, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just, yeah, super fun book. Um, yeah, not mind-blowing, but really nothing nothing to majorly criticize with it either. Yeah, yeah, agreed, yay. Except, uh, for, the weird, except for the weird genealogy stuff. Which, yeah, uh, yeah. Is best discovered on your own. Yes, exactly. You can figure out how you feel about this. <laughs> that surprise. Um, but yeah, I wish, you know, and after we got done with this book, I, you know, I've been trying to read a bunch of different things and we're diving into short stories now, his short stories collections, which I really, really love. Um, but I'm in such a reading slump right now that the only thing I can get through is like the murder bot diaries, which is a great uh, series. I, I get your good reads updates. Uh-huh. You're doing way better than me. I, <laughs> I, I, I read, I read this book. Um, pretty good book. Um, it's a new book called madhouse at the end of the earth. It's about a Belgian ship that um, made an expedition to Antarctica to try to be yeah. really like the first to map Antarctica they were not prepared. It did not go well. Um, <gasps> I love they these got, books. <laughs> they got stuck in the ice for over a year. Um, but unfortunately, it took me almost as long to read the book <laughs> as, as they were stuck in the ice. So I finally just finished that mm. one. And I'm hopefully back on the upswing. But yeah. but I, I feel you with the uh, summer lull in the reading schedule. Yeah. Um, it's, it, that's tough. Yeah, I want to read like long books like that. As you describe that, I'm like, that sounds amazing. But like what I'm handling right now is like 150 page novellas. Yeah, <laughs> no, and it. it's, it's, it's really good. It's a good story and it's well-written and there's no reason it should have taken me as long as it did, but it just did. Yep. It, it happens. And well, I'm no, looking at the, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at the release schedule. It looks like Billy Summers comes out on August 3rd. So fingers crossed that we can both get a little luck from our local libraries and, mm-hmm. There's the potential of a live recording in Denver. <laughs> oh, that's 
uh, and I'm I'm sure there wouldn't be any uh, alcohol or anything involved in that recording. No, no uh, PBR coffees at all. Uh, yeah, with with special guest stars David Frank and uh, and our spouses and all of our fans. Yes, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, I hope you guys are ready for a combo uh, Year of King slash Fantasy Football Draft episode. Yeah, just a mostly shit talking, really. Probably not even talking about anything else, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh it's going to be glorious. It will be. Uh, yeah, we'll should... We'll, we'll do... We'll drop one more at least before then. Um, we'll get to get into the stories, the short stories. But uh, yeah, otherwise, um, good talking to you, Kayla. And uh Always. Look forward to actually seeing you in person in six weeks. I know. It's going to be awesome. So excited. Yep. For sure. (laughs) Catch you soon. Yep. Bye. For more of our Stephen King adventures, please follow us on Instagram at the year of King.